Alright, alright. Alright, you hear me loud and clear? Yes, sir. Alright. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back to another episode of Off the Top Road Podcast. I'm your main man, the black Hulk Hogan himself, the black heart himself, his Shizlinski. Of course, I'm not by myself. I got Big Slow, I mean, Big Show, Tommy Tonga in the background. So much on the hands, can Yeah, so uh, before we get to this, shout out to Anchor for making our podcast possible, for uh, giving us the platform that we need to make our podcast happen. Y'all know the drill, as I've been saying it over and over again, but I'm going to say it again. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Authors Hot Road Podcast. Also, follow our podcast here on Anchor. And also, catch us on Google Podcasts, Real Public Podcasts, Breaker Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Using the hashtags uh, Off the Top Roads, hashtag Off the Top Road Podcast, hashtag OTTR, hashtag Support OTTR, hashtag Support Local Podcast, hashtag Professional Ooh. Wrestling, hashtag Black Owned Podcast. Yes, sir. Dude, Tonga, this episode is an after dark episode. So, yeah, we're in other pro wrestling promotions itself. So, today, I have a special guest for y'all today, man. As I'm going to give him a proper introduction. Boom. He, uh, he comes from the reality of wrestling, he's part of the group Prolific. And yeah. may I introduce to him the heavy hitter, the wig splitter, the never quitter, yeah. big boy. From Brooklyn, Tyree Taylor. Yeah, you know what it is. What's going on, fellas? What's going on, Pim? How you doing this evening? Oh man, man, I just got done watching the DMX Snoop Dogg versus. So I'm feeling the way right now. So we gonna we gonna get on the popping right now. You're oh busy. yes, sir. And just to give a little background about this wrestler right here, my fellow brother it was trained by Johnny Ross and the five time, five time. Five yes. time, five yes. time, five yes. time. Yes. WCW champion Booker T. I cannot actually believe that. I'm still, kind of, I'm still shocked, man. When you told me this thing, I was like, really? Oh yeah. shit! I never got to know. Yeah, I know you got a story to tell us later on, so we're gonna save that for later. So before, before do any um, about that, um, I guess I'm gonna let Deuce go first because I did the first part of the interview earlier with our. I mean, well, I fell early against John uh, John Teller, the scumbag of I mean, the mayor of Scumbag City earlier on the first after dark episode. So do take over. And ask his questions first. Go ahead, Fatty. Uh, I'm ready for anything. I'm ready. Oh, oh, word. That's that's good. That's real good. Here we go. No, come <laughs> with, with this heat. guy. <laughs> Need to come with the heat. Come today. on, Big Show. Uh, all right, I come. Yo, hey, chill. All right. <laughs> Look now, I'll put like this. Now, we know you're a big time wrestler. Mm-hmm. So what? What? Like what match made you that you saw that song growing up that made you want to become a wrestler? There's two instances when I. There's always two matches I have in the tuck when asked that question. Uh, there is one when. Shawn Michaels was, uh, came off the roof. Uh, he did the zip line gimmick. And, you know, dazzled and razzle-dazzled. Yeah. And, and, you know, it was just so, so, so glamorous and stuff like that. But what made me really want to watch was when Farouk won the WCW title. 
Mm. You know, I was a little young. I was a little young, but Vader was is probably one of my favorite of all time. And then, you know, Farouk is also one of my favorite of all time. Uh, when I saw that Shawn Michaels thing, the Farouk match, I had to go back and watch, you know. And it's not, it wasn't it wasn't as easy as it is today. You can go on YouTube, whatever. I had to find the tape, so so I had to get. I got the tape. I saw it, and and that was it. That was it, man. Okay, okay, okay. So, who's your favorite wrestler? Oh man, uh, I hate that question too. Because <laughs> uh, I'm so I'm so complex that it changes all the time. Like mm. it, it it changes. Because I, I I can be so adaptive to things. Uh, there was a time where Goldberg was my favorite wrestler, and then there was a, there's a time where uh, Ahmed Johnson, and then <laughs> and then you learn the stories like well, what am I what am I doing like an Ahmed Johnson, <laughs> and then there was one that keeps sticking. And, and my current day kind of favorite wrestler right now is uh, Big Keith, Big Keith Lee. You know, people who inspire me, I, I always have a special place in my heart for. So, you know, the Umagas, the the Vaders, the Bam Bam Bigelows, the, you know, stuff like that. So it changes all the time. Ooh. Ooh. You're going to hate me for this one. Mm-hmm. Trust and believe. I got another one that's going to be what if you had to give your, your rush, your top rush more of wrestlers that, of wrestlers that you like, who would it be? And why? Oh, that I like, or just in general wrestling? In just in general wrestling. Okay. So there, so it has to go by era. Um, it has to go by era because if you do too many in the same era, there's so many people that's going to be neglected. So, right. of course, the first one, Bruno San Martino. Okay. You, 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 you can't okay. deny that. You, you can't deny okay. it. Bruno San Martino. Um, eight. Eight years straight <laughs> holding the title is ri- is ridiculous. Um, True. Uh, Austin, because of, of the, the sheer numbers, the just the just the sheer numbers. You you can't you can't do that. You you can't do that and not be on there. Um, is. Uh, I, I have a I have a particular I have to give it respect because of the numbers he pulled as well. But you, uh, knowing knowing my melanin, uh, it kind of pains me to pains me to say it. Uh, Hogan's deserves to be on there. Mm. Oh, oh. Ah, I know, <laughs> I know. It's Ooh. like Hogan Flair. Ah. Uh, um, okay, Flair, okay, Flair is cool. Now when it comes to um when it comes to Hogan. It's kind of mixed because I was like, damn, my mother loves the whole game, but she was still alive right now and found out about what was, you know, kind of figured out later on down the line, kind of, I mean, line type of thing. I don't know how she would feel about it, so I can't really speak yeah. on that. It's still know, kind of but you can't, But you can't deny the product and the, the, the image that he pushed. If you, like, if mm-hmm. you go to a non-wrestler uh, or non-wrestling fan, and yep. you uh, ask them about wrestling. Oh, that Hulk Hogan guy, you know something, something like that. And they they know the ripping of the shirt, like it's undeniable, you know. But you know we know we we know, we know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
and I have to inch him over Flair just because of that. And oh, this one hurts too. Cena, Cena, I knew it. So something me because when you said, "Oh, I hate this one," I'm like, mm, "Next generation, it will go by generation wise." You uh-huh. have to see Johnson. Cena, you have to, you have to, you have to. Like as much as I want to put the Rock there and and Stone Cold's place, you can't, <laughs> you you can't. He he was always number two, and, and when it comes to the ratings and 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 the the sheer numbers that he put in, like it was it was. It, it, it's very tough, very lack of melanin, but it was it's tough. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Okay, Duke. Oh yeah. Guy brought the heat. A guy brought the heat on that one. So I'll put like this. Mm-hmm. If you can make a dream match, who would it be? <sighs> dream match. Yes. All right. And I can pull match. from anywhere, right? Anywhere. Okay. So we that that's a that's a tough one there. Sorry. <laughs> because Why are you chopping all these questions, Dukes? No, because no, I'm not afraid <laughs> to answer that one. I'm not afraid to answer that. But it's so it's so not black and white here. <laughs> it's so not just one way or the other. Um, just just styles alone. You have to pick somebody like Sean, and then and then Sean. Uh, the The match that we were supposed to get that we never got, and and I'm probably biased off this one. Sean and Booker. Hmm. We never got that. Interesting. Interesting take. So you know, it's it's one of those. It's one of those like you you know some you know someone, and then you know how the other one works, and you just want to see that go. Just 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 put them in a the room. Just put them in a the ring. Just put people around them, and then just leave it alone. You don't got to do a thing. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. I will. I would love to see that. Yeah, man, we were supposed to get it too. I was so upset. You know what? Mine probably would have been that. Probably should have happened. It probably it probably could have happened. Brad Hart versus Kurt Angle. Yeah, but then you yeah, got Brad Hart um no, actually, truly, what I really wanted to say was Brad Hart versus um Chris Benoit, but they did that in WCW and yeah. tribute to all. But I felt like if it wasn't for that one one reason right there, that match would have happened. That yeah. if he done anything organically, it had like a storyline behind this thing, and really gave him the floor. Oh, yeah. that it would have had people like say that's you would change nothing about that match. I got another one. I got another one though. Eddie versus Owen. Ooh, Ooh. <sighs> damn! Just keep me thinking about Owen and. No, no. Just to be thinking oh, yeah. just made me sad just mm-hmm. now because that is what Chris Jericho has said at the end of that dark side of the ring episode. Imagine mm-hmm. the crop that he stayed around if he's still alive. If the crop of town that came in 1999, 2000, the Eddie Guerrero's, Chris mm-hmm. Benoit, um, and Chris Jericho's. Imagine the rejuvenation of his wrestling career that he could have had 
Oh yeah, definitely. And the funny thing is, it's not even because of their WWE sense. It's when Eddie was um, Tiger Mask and, and New Japan, Japan. and mm. Owen had a run out there. Their work out there. Mm-hmm. If they did that in the in, in the states, there if they had somewhere something like that with the with their personas and everything like that, oh, that match would have been something. That match would have been spicy. Mm. That oh, would have yeah, been great. It was it was something. Yeah, it would have been something. Damn, damn, damn. Mm-hmm. Juice, you got this for the man. Oh yes. Now. now that Booker T trained you. Yes. Do you have any any Booker T stories? <laughs> Which he got one. He got one, but he's saving the good one for later. So maybe he might want to no, specify no, that. I can, I can, <laughs> no, I can get I, I can give you one. Uh well we can save the topic for later. We can save the topic okay. for later. But as gotcha. far as as far as like book stories it, it it's always it's always fun talking about it because not only was I on his production team, I was also his like utility knife. Like, oh, he need me to go check on these construction workers. I'm always there. Um, if if the ring mats needed cleaning, I'm always there. You know, something like that. I'm always going out of my way to make sure the school was okay. Uh, I was there that uh, their their new facility since day one of that place. So. Um, you know, it was always, always good. But there was, there's always times when I get caught in, in, in some sort of uh, book mood. <laughs> so one of the funnier examples, and I'm sure people still have the video somewhere. Um, there was a little while where book was doing on Twitter was doing these uh, little seminars uh, where he would use the school. And mm-hmm. some of the students, they would have a little match, and then, you know, he'll go live on Twitter and then, like, kind of talk to them about their stuff and have a little bit, whatever. So, we, me and this, uh, well, young kid at the time, he was, uh, his name is Zach Mason. He's one of the Fly Death Boys down there. Um, and we were, we were going up next to, to have the next match, right? And the, the match before did the exact same finish as us that we were going to do so while books like doing this monologue talking to the camera i'm you know trying to trying to adjust the 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 finish there so now i always you know i've had the reputation of of just like talking (laughs) so i i got caught in a in a in a moment there where he cursed me out on live twitter (laughs) wow he's doing his he's a tyree if you don't shut the fuck up, <laughs> nah, if you don't shut the fuck up, I'm gonna slap the shit out of you, take your stuff, and tell you to leave. I was like, oh man. Oh shit. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Live on Twitter. There's about 10,000 people watching. <laughs> and I remember, oh. and I remember there was uh, uh because uh some people popped for it. Bray was in that in that feed, Sasha was in that feed. Um and uh, I believe um either Taryn Taylor was in that and that feed as well so yeah I felt the way <laughs> <laughs> I 
I felt a way. <laughs> so wow. you got called out from the class from behind the screen gets at son, you. He was in he was mid monologue talking, and then he stopped, <laughs> balked at me, and kept it pushing like no hezzy. Like it was crazy. Wow. It was nuts. Yo, <laughs> and then and then you know some guys who were home from training that day they saved the video. I heard about it for a good solid year. <laughs> like oh, uh, one of my one of my friends, one of my friends who came from the school, you might know him in MLW. His name is Gino. He was one of the yeah. teachers there, right? He wasn't there that yeah. day, but he saw the video. He came in. I said, "Hey, what's up, Gino?" He said, "Yo, if you don't shut the fuck up," I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yo, I feel I feel for that man. It's more as well as like, like damn, that's something that people's going to remember you for for a long time. You know, funny, yeah. funny, funny throwback moments that you're gonna be like, damn, you still gonna hang that shit over my head? That's like Word. me bringing like, what, <laughs> no, that's like me bringing one of these fucking picnic chairs <laughs> and shit. Like, damn, like damn, bro, like you switched that thing. And that's oh, what happened man. to me. So I feel, I feel, like, I, feel like, I never, I haven't heard, of, I still haven't heard the end of that. Even years later, it's like seven years later. That's the, <laughs> from some of my sometimes friends, it, like, it just never go. People remember you. That's how you. That's how your people yeah. remember you sometimes. I'm like, like wow, Shockmaster, Shockmaster fell. You, you still remember who Shockmaster is because he fell. <laughs> the number one botch intro to a debut of all fucking wrestling history, and you remember it. <laughs> I, I mean, who? I mean, who could it? And even if you didn't see it live, and you seen it later on in life, and you looked at it, you had to be busting out laughing. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was at my computer desk. But you know, you know the do you know the ironic part is if that went clean, nobody would have remembered that moment. True. <laughs> the gimmick was so Definitely bad, that. nobody would have remembered that moment if it went clean. <laughs> so yeah, it, it sometimes sometimes it just sticks, man. I got more. Oh, I got man. more. I got more Booker. <laughs> I got more Booker stories. So, <laughs> oh, Dukes, man, you got any other questions for the man? Uh, you know what? Oh, you come and talk over there. Sound like time. you just had dinner. <laughs> yeah, sound <laughs> like, hey. man. How did I tell you about eating on site? <laughs> hey, it's my fault. My fat can't respect. Oh god! See, now, if Uncle Fast was in, he would say, "No, motherfucker, I'm a fat motherfucker, and I deserve to eat." All right. Now, Fast ain't here, but you can't see that excuse. There's a time and a place. Come on, come on, y'all, y'all need to this show. So, what you mean? Oh, don't try to. All right, man. Whatever, man. Whatever, man. Don't try to go. Don't, don't try to go to that far extent. Oh man, <laughs> that's corny as fuck, bro. <laughs> uh, so, oh so, man, you know, sometimes, sometimes you got to munch on some You know what I mean? <laughs> no, yo, man, don't encourage him, G. Don't encourage him. Let's hear really fall through with this bullshit, and I went here the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's gonna be one <laughs> shit. <laughs> you can hear it ruffling, like. <laughs> oh, right. go ahead. Right, exactly. Now here's, now here's a question that I have to ask. Yes. How you feel about the current 
wrestling right now with this pandemic going on? Highly unfortunate. Highly, highly, highly unfortunate. Um, BLM. Highly unfortunate. It is not. Uh, it is one of. It is one of the most egregious things that happens in the sport. But I respect people who are making lemonade out of these lemons. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. when people put their lives on the line every day, no pandemic is still dangerous. And then you got a pandemic because somebody blown somebody blown in the ring and you feel a hot breath on the face, you just like, oh hot breath. But nah, that could be COVID. <laughs> like it's it, it's 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 nuts. And um but for the people who are you know smart about it and you know don't really have like money ties anywhere something like that this is probably one of the better times for those guys you know those guys who who wrestle every weekend four or five matches a weekend and you know all that stuff this is a good time to relax get your body healthy um Mm -hmm. get your body in the best shape you ever been in and just have your sanity back refill your bump card and get to and hit the ground run and work on some new stuff and and just get you get you mentally um i was just saying and um i was just saying to one of my one of my mentors that once you have your mental you have you because we lost so many good wrestlers good friends because their mental was off Yep. So, so as soon as you have your mental, the physical comes easy once you once everything once this whole thing comes back. So as long as you have your mental and your health, that's that's that comes before everything. But I understand people got to make a dollar. That's a very good response, man. Mental mental illness is real, folks. It's oh yeah, real. take heat, Definitely. take heat. Take heat because that shit's not any to play with. Well especially, documented. Well documented. Especially, especially in our community. So, yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. For real, straight out. That's mm-hmm. just me coming from, you know, for me dealing with some personal demons myself. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. Duke, you got any more questions for him? Um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Mm. Uh, so now it's my ahead. turn. <laughs> the gun's about to be loaded. Yeah, so, so T, tell me about your wrestling journey, man. Like, what made me, what convinced you to say, okay, this is what I wanted to do. This is where I want to go. How did the research and how did you even get in contact with the man, Booker T? Um, so if I get into the, if I get into Booker T, I have to get into Johnny Rods because that's where I started in Brooklyn, New York. Um, especially Rods, yes. So WWE Hall of Famer Johnny Rods, uh, you know, took me in very young. I was uh, a day before my 19th birthday. Uh, but how I wanted to get in, um, I was a baseball player. Uh, I I was uh, heavily talented, but you know, I didn't really you know do do okay in the school thing, um, and I just needed something. To, to 
fill that void. And I I looked online, of course, and then something in Brooklyn, whatever. And the first thing that came up was Johnny Ross. And and then I've heard of Gleason's Gym, world famous Gleason's Gym in Brooklyn, New York. And I I automatically knew that I at least want to sit down and talk about it. Um, so I took my dad. Uh, we went down and we had a conversation. But the messed up part was halfway through the conversation, he didn't realize I was the one that was being that was supposed to be the wrestler. My dad is almost twice my size. I'm uh, <laughs> my dad is almost <laughs> twice my size, especially at that time. Uh, and he thought he was the wrestler. <laughs> my dad's just a fan. I'm the I was the one that was trying to sign up. So right. uh, it, it, you know, it was a little disheartening at that time. But he took me in and but you know, you know how you go in, you gotta get the money and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. and my grandmother got rest of soul. Um I asked her for the first down payment, which was five hundred dollars, right? So now, mm-hmm. but she was, you know, she was being nursed and, and taken care of by my aunt. And my aunt actually told me, he said, I don't think you need that because you're just going to end up, uh, end up with bad credit like your father. Right. So I'm just like, oh, man, I got to prove you wrong. <laughs> I now right. now I needed more. <laughs> I needed more now. You know, I, I, I need it. I need it now. So now she she gave me it. And the one thing in my life that I've kept more than anything was my interest and my love for wrestling. And, you know, I, that's where my journey began. That's where my journey began, right? You know, doubt in not only myself, but other people having some sort of doubt in me who are now super proud of me because I stuck along. Um, you know, I spent four years at Johnny's and then I was going out with this girl who uh, who's going to culinary school in New York, but she lived in Texas. And so I, she graduated and she had to go home. So I, it was about a couple months. And then I visited, I went to visit and she was, first of all, sidebar, LaGuardia is the worst airport known to man. <laughs> LaGuardia airport is mm-hmm. trash. I was flying standby. I was stuck in that airport for 50 hours. 50. Because they kept overbooking my flight. 50. 50 hours. Wow. With a guy who, who, who don't have much money. I didn't, I didn't work at the time. But mm. I didn't work at the time. And I stayed in an airport for 50 hours. 50 fucking 50 hours. hours. I was so upset. So I, I finally got on the plane. And her mom was just like, Hey, why don't you stay? I got, I, I got, you know, this friends here. You get a job, whatever, whatever. I didn't really have much to my name in New York, so I, I said, hey, cool, and I take that opportunity. Yeah, had to take the opportunity. Um, but there was a couple months where, where I didn't, I didn't know where to go from there. You know, I was working, starting to make a little money, real, real big boy money and shit, and. I didn't know where to go because I lived in Corpus and Corpus is nowhere near Houston. And I looked once again, the first name that came up was actually Funaki, San Antonio. (laughs) 
Funaki school in San Antonio, right? Funaki actually has a wrestling school? Yeah, in uh, San Antonio. Yeah. Yeah. All places. I know. Uh, I know. Shit. I wanted to go to the Sean school that uh Brian came out of, but it was closed down. So I you know, but they still had the information on there and uh Funaki ran it. So <laughs> so I was like, all right, cool. I can move to San Antonio. Then I came across an episode of Reality of Wrestling. And I was hooked. <laughs> and I was hooked, and Houston was just right there and it was more my style anyway. So we moved down there and just had, and I was so nervous to meet Book because I know I was talented, but I didn't know how talented these guys were. I had a tryout match. I was still pretty big, uh, all my athleticism and stuff like that, and just basic stuff. He, he, he knew, hey, you good. <laughs> so, he stopped me mid mid match. It was like I don't need to see anymore. You you, you could be you here. So it it started from there, man. It started from there. It definitely started from there, man. And I I will and I will cherish those moments from being in reality of wrestling, meeting the people there. Um, Booker, Kevin, his right hand man. Um, Bruce Pritchard would come down, Stevie Ray, all those guys, man. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, I had a personal situation where I had to leave and and move back to New York. But that time with Book was was absolutely amazing. Those four years were great. Uh, I wish, man, I, I still have faith in you that you that you will definitely bounce back and you will oh, come yeah. back. So you bounce, you bounce back hard enough, man. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I am. Oh, currently, my current my current state is crazy. My current state yeah, is crazy because I, I live in Massachusetts now. Yeah, you live, live in Massachusetts. In yeah, the scene up here yeah. is 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 very very good, very hot, very hot. I came out. I, I'm I'm rest, I'm training now in the same school that um Sasha came out of, uh Kofi came out of, you know uh um uh Dijak. Biff Buker, well, Only Lorcan, you know those guys right now. So, you know, I'm yep. I'm there, I'm there, baby. <laughs> you know, shit, man. Hopefully, we will be able. We we as the crew here at OTTR will be able to get to see you perform, man, real soon. Hopefully, oh, yeah. um. So as I'm understanding, yeah. So as I'm understanding, uh, you're in this group called Prolific. Tell us about that, man. How did this group? Form man, who oh, are these two guys man. that's right next to you, man? What's going on with this scene, man? Because we we was talking about like, yo, we need to see more black teams and wrestling and really taking the fuck over. And right before this episode, on the last episode, we saw about the Wednesday Night Wars. Uncle Fast had a lot of shit to say about how they're basically trying to dumb down the black athletes right now because they because he knows we know that we are built to be physically. More, I mean, more, more surpassing than you know than, than any than any other alive. So man, I feel like he he I, felt like they tried to suppress us in a way that's like we can't show our true potential. I don't think you have enough time on your podcast for me to get into that point. <laughs> that's a well, whole other podcast. Well, I'm these sessions Nick, are I'm two hours. Nick Cannon down here. <laughs> Shit, I'm man. Down here. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Shit, all the merrier, man. But you know, I understand. But uh, as far as my guys, 
these two talented individuals, uh, they were teaming before they got before I got there. I'm I'm the add-on, right? So those mm-hmm. guys are the American Gangsta Isaiah Wolf and the Marquis State of Mind Marcus Marquis, also known as Prolific, right? So they shout are out, shout out to Prolific, by the way, y'all. Salute. Big shout out. So now these two these two guys uh train in Staten Island on the Warriors of Wrestling. And I happened to do a show. And I did one of their tryouts, so I, I, you know, I got me a little spot, and and then I just started catching so much momentum, and we boys, so we always talk about it, talk about getting getting together, doing this crew thing. But I was, I, I didn't really, no, I've never been in a in, in a group or in a faction other than me teaming with uh, Shane Taylor. That I, I didn't, I wasn't really in a tag team. Uh, so I didn't really know, um, but one one day I, I had a, a title match, and they they helped the boy they helped the boy win, and they, and they and they kind of claimed it, they kind of claimed it, and and that from that day on, we we're just coming up on a year and one year anniversary of prolific, and you know every day we are going to be self made, we're going to get paid. And we're gonna play some space. You heard me? Hell yeah, yes sir, yes sir. Hell yeah, Love yes sir, man. You, bro, man. you definitely, yo, man. You definitely got, you definitely got to send us the links so we can support y'all and get some merchandise, man. Support the oh, cars definitely. and all that. We got, we got shirts in the tuck. We got you. This, yes, yes sir, tuck. man. As soon as we get our OTTR shirts up and running and shit like that, man, we'll definitely send you one over. Oh, we can do a jersey oh, swap. You know we can do a jersey swap. Oh yeah, most definitely. Oh yeah, yeah most that's definitely, one of my man. favorite things to do in the locker room, man. A little jersey swap. Yeah, man. It's, it's always fun. It's always cool. That's what's up, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so how many so how many titles? So I noticed that you've been that you're really like a title, a title contended person. So how many titles have you won? And for have, what promotions have you won them from? Okay, so let's start with my uh, you know, I, I I'm not gonna count. Uh, a lot of Johnny's titles because you know they were they were just you know you know those those titles but the real indie titles real time titles that I got uh the first one was tag team championship from reality of wrestling uh with my partner Shane Taylor you know t- current uh, you know TV former TV champion ring of honor currently you know um and then we go back to New York from the last time uh, Ace, you know, Ace Pro Wrestling in Jersey, Diamonds Champion over there. Um, then I won, uh, in BWF, I won the Five Burrows Championship down in the Bronx. Then I have the uh, No Limits Championship, which I still, which I still hold right now, and it's been a year. They can't touch me. And now I got. The Grappling Championship WFA down in Maryland C3W shouts out to Richie Fingers and G Postal down there. So you know I'm just collecting, man. I'm collecting. Sometimes you you win some, you lose some, and you know sometimes I need the space in my trunk. Sometimes I need the space in my suitcase. You know what I mean? I feel but, you on that. But you know the next step. <laughs> next step. You know next step is time to get to the top. It's time to get the heavyweight titles, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yes, baby. I'm the lead. Yeah, man. 
They they not ready. Yeah, they man. Not ready. Yes, get that big mm-hmm. goat around your waist, boy. Nah, Definitely, man. Safi. Definitely, it's time, man. Especially 2020, man. This, you know, this is a time where you gotta pull the trigger and you gotta mean it. So Yo, this yeah. is so, oh, so, yeah. so it's gotta be the that year that you gotta do this from. Um, yeah. How many other promotions have you worked for? Uh, BCW. Um, BCW is um in New York. There, C3W in Maryland. Uh, Warriors of Wrestling in Staten Island. We have um, Chaotic Wrestling here in Massachusetts, uh, UFO Wrestling in Massachusetts here. Um, hey, matter of fact, I, I, we say about UFO, I went to one of your shows. Matter of oh, fact, Earth and Cat Miller was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had it in, uh, in Malden. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, Earth yeah. and Cat Miller, and I think it was um, Matt, um, Mass Pike, um, Mass Pike, Matt, Mass Pike Mike, something like mm-hmm. that, Massachusetts Mass Pike. Yes. Massachusetts Mass Pike was in the main event or something like that. Or it was like yeah. some um you United States heavyweight championship. I had mm-hmm. one of the crew members with me, young boy. He's not with us today. Um, yeah. I had him with us, and I remember just walking up, taking video footage of this whole melee that happened on the outside that led to the <laughs> back of the kitchen and shit. I was yeah, trying to get back there, they blocked me off. I was like, damn. <laughs> like I was hoping, I was hoping to be like try to do, try to do like a Paul Heyman move, try to squeeze my way back there, just try to get some extended yeah. footage. Yeah, and hoping try to get some of that bit. Right, like, that's what made me rejuvenate my love for wrestling because the independent scene was still alive and well. It's just you got to look real deep and hard to try and find them things. Oh, yeah. Because if it's not really truly promoted, you're not really going to find out about it. Then we get this polarized bullshit that we've been so adjusted to watch the last 15 to 20 years. Oh, yeah. You and know now, what I'm saying? So the- and now that I'm in this area, now that I'm in this area, there's some... Pro- that I'm looking... That I'm I'm one of the best kept secrets in professional wrestling. They don't know. Okay. They're, 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 they're beyond wrestling. They better watch out too. You got zero one out here too. They need to watch out. And then you know chaotic. I'm gonna keep climbing the charts up there. You know, so they they not they're not ready, brother. They're not ready. They don't know. They don't know yet. <laughs> They don't know yet. Oh man, yo, I can't wait. I can't wait for some of these indie shows to start popping up, man. I can, I can start going outside to get more, try to really learn the ropes again, and hopefully, I might never know, man. I might actually be like, you know what? If I'm actually going to do this, I'm gonna have to do this right here, right now, just to do get it. away off, just, just to get off my bucket list. Do it, do it. There's so many fantasy camps out there. Just, just go to one. Go to one and and see if it's for you, man. See if it's for you. That's a, that's that's kind of the one one of the uh one of the one of the uh, the advice that I would give to uh you know somebody who's trying to start up trying to start get in it go to a fantasy camp see if it's for you take a bump and see how you feel <laughs> you know be safe Word. and do it and see how you feel and go from there. Right. I'll take mm-hmm. I'll take you to that. Pretty sure Duke's back there probably do the same day too. But definitely fast. Oh yeah. From from the way that he spells, oh yeah, from the from, from the way all the fastest spell, oh yeah, he can definitely take a few bumps. He's definitely someone that I know that you guys will be like, yo, he's a perfect test dummy. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we we if we get one here at uh New England Pro Wrestling Academy, y'all get the invite, yo, y'all make the trip, y'all come up, uh, you know, hospitality galore, and we'll put you to work, man. We out here. Okay. All right. 
I mean, shit, man, I'll be with that. I'm pretty sure Young Blood will probably be with that shit too, man. Have a conference about that. Probably yeah. scenes wise. Um, as far as my last question, I want to keep you too on me. You might have some other things that you gotta do. Um, and when I mean, when you do futuristically, you get up there, build up the rings, go to different promotions, get your name out there. Now you got these other higher up promotions looking at you. You got New Japan, you got Ring of Honor, you got um, MLW. Of course, you got AEW, WWE, and then mm-hmm. you got um, Impact Wrestling. Yeah. Now, think about the strategic way of the booking situation, the talent roster, the type of matches that you would have, and the money that they will offer. Which company would you go to? Anything in Japan. I could retire if I do a stint in Japan. Mm. I could retire. Like, mm. There is something so majestic, something so so purposeful with how they how they execute and how they work, regardless of what whatever storyline they booking. There's something so authentic about what they do and how they do it and how they how they react. So and 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 it is just absolutely amazing. And I and I love Japanese culture to begin with. So I can go there. And train, and be happy, and and you know if anybody else call after that, I'm okay. If nobody else call after that, hey man, I went to Japan, man. <laughs> yeah, you know I, I mean? feel you. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Mm-hmm. I would definitely try to do a stint in Japan, and just try to and try, just try to get a little bit culture because for me, I'm an anime guy. Me so too. I do a lot of graphic novels and me stuff too. like that too. So a lot of my stuff, I'll be like, yo, if I can just learn the real technique and really follow through to this shit and I can work out here, I'll stay the fuck out here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I, so, I will I'm never so, come back. <laughs> I'm so immersed in Japanese culture. Like, if someone gives me a plate of sushi and they don't have chopsticks, I don't want the sushi. True. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, totally, totally understandable. Like, totally man, understandable. Don't give me a fork and tell me to eat sushi. I, I slap the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> so you know, I know how you feel, man. It is what it is. Yes, sir, man. We don't get to meet the meat and potatoes. We don't get into the meat and potatoes. I'm ready. Yeah, for me. Yeah, for me in the Irish pride. Yeah, shout out to my city pies and people. Y'all know the drill when it comes to that out here in Massachusetts. So I got to say about that. Um, you got any questions for us, man, before we wrap this up? What's up? Okay, you got any questions for me or Duke oh, before we wrap this up? Man, I really want to get into this book of subject. That's what I'm looking mm. for. I'm really, I'm oh, really. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. I, I forgot about the story. Damn. <laughs> told, yo, I, I totally overlooked that. See, I, I definitely want to. I definitely want to get into it. So, oh yeah, like, now yeah, go ahead, man. I want to hear this story because you. We told me he said like where well, you said it to me earlier. I said yo, I'm not. I right, fine. I'll wait for this. Yeah, I'll wait for the, so, this will be the dead last thing. <laughs> so and, and and I wasn't so hot about it until yesterday when mm-hmm. it really started to come out. Uh, so I'm in this wrestling uh re- like this wrestling group. Um and on Facebook and you know black um you know some called Jabba Tears Wrestling, uh, Jabba Tears Podcast. Shout out to those guys. Uh, 
they they've helped us out uh, tremendously. But you know, they have a they have a, a Facebook page where I want to strangle some people. So first thing first things first. I I I hate when people say something that they have no substance to say it with. You know, they just say it because it's cool to say. You know, uh, like, like if Trump says something and you don't know the facts, and and you know, you know, you you you're okay with it, then you not you don't need to comment. <laughs> you learn the facts and you know he's wrong. Yada yada yada. And but the the hashtag uh was that give Naomi a chance or or, or Naomi Naomi deserves better and then you yeah, heard his Naomi reaction deserves right? Naomi deserves better and you heard his reaction right so yeah. now I didn't really I didn't really hear his reaction but I read about it okay because... so you got to hear it to 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 get him because I've okay. had many conversations about like like that in that tone and I know exactly what he meant. So they are saying, oh, to hell with the hashtag. Um, to hell with the hashtag. You don't, you get there on your own merit alone and stuff like that. There's no buddy system. And then he bigged her up big. But then you see how the clip is kind of misconstrued to make it seem like you're breaking down a black woman, yada, yada. And then they started throwing the big C word around. And, and I'm just like, nah, no, uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. We're not doing that. I will throw hands if you call book the coon. Like, no. Not at all. Not at all, fam. Because one, if I didn't even, if I didn't know him and you said that about him, um, sure, I would, you know, I don't know much, so whatever. But if you sit in a room, you get yelled at by him, you get bigged up by him, you, you, see him how he treats everybody else you kind of know right so when this when you know these when some of these people started uh saying that about book and i'm sitting there like you didn't understand you didn't you didn't even watch the video you didn't even watch what he says and then you got people saying why how come he doesn't criticize white people like that because he does it regularly on the show and it doesn't get popped up and it doesn't get publicized like you guys do. Like you guys publicize it because it's breaking down who just so happened to be black and very, very fucking talented. So he wasn't wrong either. <laughs> he wasn't wrong either. So when you, when, you, when you see that and you know the guy and you know he's not that, Yo, I'm gonna throw hands about it, and and like, like, if you don't have substance in what you say, don't say it around me, especially if I know. Don't do that. Don't don't do that. I I had I uh, like, man, you know what? We going to the we going to the real fire. Fuck that shit. Walls, the, the, the gloves are off now. So, so like, let's go back a little bit. This Me Too movement, right? This recent Me Too movement. I'm sure y'all. I'm sure y'all are. Uh, Familiar with it, uh, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Hashtag speaking out. Hashtag yeah, speak hashtag, out yeah, hashtag speak out. Hashtag mm -hmm. speaking out. Um, yeah, we so, yeah we had an episode talking about that. So now, 
I was in a situation where last year one a, a professional wrestler uh kind of um sexually assaulted sexually assaulted a camera woman. And the his group and, and his kind of clicky people, his group was like, oh, it never happened. I was like, no, motherfucker, I was right there. I saw it. I seen it. <laughs> you can't you can't do that. It happened. And then you got people who would not who weren't there talking about, oh, it never happened. He would never do that. But he was there. <laughs> I, I was there too. I I seen it with my old eyes, own eyes. And now you're calling me a liar because you don't want to believe he's that way. Right? So mm-hmm. so after I showed after I showed the picture of him actually doing it and me in the picture of him doing it in the background, they, they you know, now you got now you gotta write an apology. So in the same instance as this, when you want to call Booker a coon and not have substance, but I can I can prove to you that he's nothing that he's nothing nowhere near a coon. Now you you know now you just want to talk just because it's cool and just because you are uh, you don't have the uh, vernacular to to combat what I'm combating, which is coming from substance substance something that's actually tangible because i've had actual tangible conversations with him you saw the motherfucker on tv you know what i mean mm-hmm. so now so so now that shit got me hot <laughs> you know what i mean so it's just something logically about people who, who think they have too much act think they have access but they don't just going off at the mouth man. that's just that's that's it that's it you know, it's it, it's a it's a it's a tough situation, but it's 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 false. <laughs> it, it's false, you know. And you want to go back into there was a, a um a discrimination lawsuit back in the day when he first started wrestling, and his push came from that. The allegedly whatever the story was, and now you want to go into that. Oh, he's always been this. He's always been that. No, he has not. <laughs> no, he has not, man. And and you know, we just like we just want facts. <laughs> like right. we just want facts coming from him. I know what came from him. You know, there's a lot more there's people who's been around Booker for 10, 20 years. And we're all just appalled, like, huh? That's not, that's not the case at all. <laughs> Sometimes you can't get the hood out of book. <laughs> right, you, know? right. You, know, so, you can take him off the hood, but you can't take the hood out. I've seen book yo. I've seen book yo people up like he on the corner looking for money. Like I've seen it, and, and like like to anybody and any and everybody who who who, who mess with him like that, you know. So it you can't tell me that you can't tell me that he's been like this and he's been dancing around because he's been doing. He's been doing everything but dancing around for these guys, so it, it, it's just appalling that this is this story is even a thing. So it must be a slow news week. Mm. That's real talk. That's real talk. Real talk. Facts. You know, yeah. man. Shout out to shout out to book. Shout out to Shawmel. Shout out to Reality of Wrestling. That's forever home. Love my role people, uh, Kylie Ray, Gino, Ryan Davidson. 
uh, you know, Rex Andrews, all those guys, man. I love y'all. Uh, JJ Blake, I love you guys. AQA, you know, all those guys, man. Shout out. Much love, yo. Much love. Guarantee. And that's going to be the end of our episode of After Dark uh, OTTR. Yes, Thank you to the listeners and to the, into the, into the supporters who's been with us for day one as we grew past our 1K play in 100 mm-hmm. episodes. We're about to go into our season finale on Saturday. Yes. We one more guest coming. We got, well, we got a trio coming on the gap. I mean, a trio coming on the show for us. So, Nonetheless, and I got one more surprise for y'all tomorrow, which I won't reveal that till tomorrow anyway. So you gotta oh. sleep. You have to hit him with sleep, the cliffhanger. Yeah, I have to. I was invested. <laughs> no, the season finale is technically a cliffhanger. Tomorrow was just an unexpected. One. So that's what I said. I got a big surprise yes, for those people. But nonetheless, man, this uh, this you know, this episode was hard hitting. Oh yeah, it was wake splitting. It was never quitting. Mm-mm. This was the big boy from Brooklyn, man, telling us the true facts, man. Thank you for no. coming on. Thank you for nah, supporting man. us. And man. If to support you. Yeah, and if you don't know, now you know. And if you knew before, you'll never forget prolific. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh you heard that? <laughs> That's a t-shirt right there. Nah, man. That's we a don't t-shirt get you right we don't there, Yes, sir, man. If anything, I'm a forex. <laughs> yes, sir. We here. Uh, all right, man. So as for us, man, you will be hearing us again till Saturday, our season finale. Where it's gonna be two episodes that we got going on, man. We got a Friday Night SmackDown, the last recap and review that we're ever gonna be doing till season two, where we gotta have a we're gonna have a whole new format laid out. So dudes, that whole list that we had started. We're going to be accomplishing that. And then we're going to have what? some of these other conversations in the vault. So we're going to be releasing them in the next season as well. As for my uh, prolific brothers, I salute y'all. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, definitely definitely send me those links, man, so we can get them shirts, man, help support y'all. And when mm-hmm. we get our shirts up in front of it, we're definitely going to send y'all the Jersey Swap. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We out uh, here, Listeners, y'all already know the drill. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, off the top row podcast. Follow us, play our episodes, like, share, bookmark, and play our episodes on Anchor Podcast, Google Podcast, Radio Public Podcast, Breaker Podcast, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Use our hashtags. I'll have to repeat myself again. Dudes, do your damn plug outs. I mean, do your damn plug ins and shout outs. Get the hell out of here. All right. Uh, I got, I got, um, shout out to Carol Harvey. Shout out to, um, uh, basically, um, Steels, you know, my baby, Jake is my baby mama's, and my mom said, um, you know, shout out to the, to the man of the hour, Mr. Prolific. Yes, sir. Tyree Taylor, we out here, baby. For bringing up his, bringing the heat. All day. Charlotte fans, we do what we do best. It's pretty soon, I'm, I'm about to get wild out. Let's turn up. <laughs> you serious? <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, Mr. Prolific. Yes, sir. Tell them where, where they can find you, asshole. They can book you, man. Book him, yo, man. Make some money. Yo, son. All about it, though. Know what I mean? So you can yes, catch sir. me on Twitter and Instagram, T underscore Taylor 347. Facebook, Tyree D. Taylor. You can DM me these shirt sizes. We can get it out here for you. You can you can holler at me. You we we can book anywhere. We available. We out here. You want to get clothesline? I got one for you. We here, baby. Prolific. Let's do it. Prolific, man. Ah, this is uh, this is Shizlewski. Head honcho OTTR. We out here, man. Catch us on Saturday for the season finales. So we go on vacation. Peace.